Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Rise Station podcast. I'm your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health therapist. If life has recently beaten you up and you're feeling stressed and defeated, this is the podcast for you. You know, sometimes negative things just start to pile up in our lives for whatever reason. That is when I want you to tune into the Rise Station for your weekly dose of inspiration. If you are looking for practical tips on how to manage stress, relationships, and to develop a winning mindset, I want to invite you to join our Rise Tribe. A new episode of our podcast is released every Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I know you're probably thinking, wow, that's really early, but we want you to start your day off on the right track with encouragement and inspiration. We hope that you enjoy this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, confidence is one of those things that when you see it, it is so attractive, you're drawn to it. You know, think about any time you've seen a confident person walk into the room and without even saying anything, just in the way they walk, they have their own rhythm. It almost seems as if they have their own theme music. You know, I particularly love to people watch. And when I see confident people, whether it's confident men, whether it's confident women, I just am looking in admiration because confidence is such an attractive quality. It draws people to you. People are more likely wanting to be in your circle, wanting to be around you. And the opposite is also very true. When you're not confident, when you walk into a room, people can see that your eyes are looking toward the floor. You're trying not to be noticed. You know, your shoulders might be slumped and you just give off an energy of lack of confidence. And so many people will want to avoid you, want to, you know, not really engage in conversation or anything like that. And when we lack confidence, it just really makes our life experience so much more difficult. You know, when you lack confidence, you're constantly in your head, you're constantly battling shame, you're constantly thinking that you're going to mess up. And what happens is because you have that thought that you're going to not perform well or that you don't believe in yourself, you don't put forth the effort and thus you don't do better. Your performance is lower. But boy, oh boy, when you see someone who is confident, they will try new things. They will explore their outcomes of of just living are better because when you have confidence, you have also self-efficacy, meaning I can do. You have an I can do attitude because you believe in your ability. That is essentially what confidence is. So today, Rise Tribe, I am going over 10 ways to boost your confidence. Welcome to the Rise Station. My name is Pernella Harris, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and just lover of life. So I'm going to be pouring into you guys today and really sharing how you can boost your confidence. So get ready. It's going to be a good one. 
I want to start with some myths that we really need to debunk because sometimes more often than not, you will come across someone who is insecure, someone who lacks confidence, and they will try to shame you for being confident. Really, you know, less confident people will shame you from being confident because of their own insecurities. They will oftentimes project their own anxieties, insecurities onto you. So what does that sound like? This is, I want you to really attune your ears and attune your listening so that you can hear it when it happens so that you know that this person's task is really to influence you not to be confident. All right. So examples are, you know, you think you're better than us or because we did not do X, Y, and Z or accomplish what you accomplished, you think we don't know this. Or maybe someone calls you stuck up. Oh, you're so stuck up. Or you're so full of yourself. That's another way we try to shame people out of being confident. Sometimes we uh, tell someone who has expertise in a, in a certain area, oh, you think you know everything. You're a know-it-all. Or sometimes um, I've heard this one, just because we didn't go to college doesn't mean we don't know X, Y, Z. Sometimes we might refer to people, women, especially as bossy or opinionated when they want to be assertive, which are signs of confidence. So be aware that those are all shaming tactics to make someone who is confident less confident, right? Because... All of those are attacking a great quality and making it out to be a not so great thing. Okay, so be on the lookout for those confident suckers or those confident zappers. Okay, all right, so here are 10 ways to boost your confidence. All right, let's get right into it. Number one, I want you to get to know and love you. And you can do this by making a list of five things you appreciate about yourself. So take an inventory, sit with yourself and write it down, you know, get a notebook, write down five things that you appreciate about yourself. Okay. And that's going to help boost your confidence because you're starting to learn and appreciate those things that make you, you make you who you are. Number two, Discover your uniqueness or your genius. You know, we are all born with some level of of gift. We have a different ratio of gifts and weaknesses and everybody's gifts are different, right? And we're all put here to do something different, to make a different impression on the world, right? We're not all here to do the same thing and life pretty much would be a lot boring if, you know, everyone was alike. So tap into what your superpower is. Tap into what makes you unique. What are some things that you're just good at? What is your genius? What are some things that come natural to you or that you excel at that really make you unique? All right, so that's number two. Number three is be kind to yourself. All right, and talk kindly to yourself. Show yourself compassion. And this comes in handy when things go wrong. And guess what? If we're doing life the right way, we're going to be uh, challenged. We're going to encounter setbacks. So 
being sure that you talk kindly to yourself in those moments. Because you know what, it is so easy to, you know, talk positively to yourself when things are going right. But how often does everything go right all the time? So I want you to practice self-compassion. If you make a mistake, talk yourself through that mistake in a compassionate way. So if you forgot to submit a project at work, rather than saying, oh my God, you're so stupid. How could you forget this? You're so lazy. I want you to talk to yourself kindly. Like, you know what? You've got a lot going on and it's easy to forget when you're stressed out. So next time we're going to make a list of things so that we don't make the same error. You see, one is more encouraging. One gives you grace and allows you that ability to make that mistake better. The other one makes you feel bad and shameful for making a mistake. Okay, so I want you to really be kind to yourself. Talk to yourself kindly. All right. Number four is challenge your stinking thinking. Yes, we have stinking thinking where we tend to bend toward the negative. We tend to look at the worst case scenario of everything, right? But I want you to challenge that. I don't want you to accept that stinking thinking as fact. I want you to challenge it. So for example, if your lack of confidence, if if before you're thinking, oh, you know, I'm not as pretty as this person, I want you to challenge that thinking, thinking, or I'm not as smart as this person, or I I don't have what it takes. All of those things are stinking thinking. And so when you challenge those stinking thinking, you're really setting yourself up to look at an alternative way of thinking about that. Is there evidence to prove this? Is there any evidence against it? Is this true? Or is this just my stinking thinking? And if it is your stinking thinking, then again, I want you to go back to number three, which is be kind to yourself. Show yourself some compassion. So if we don't think that we're good enough or we think that we're inadequate, I want you to look for evidence that we are adequate. We can meet the metrics. Maybe we just need more training. Maybe we just need to talk kindly to ourselves or maybe we just need to exercise more. But what is it that we can do to combat that thought? Okay. All right. Rise Tribe, I hope you're still with me. Okay, we're moving right along. Number five. This one is important. Number five is look at your failures as opportunities. You know, um, again, when we are confident, we have the, the thought of the idea or the mindset that things will get better. So if we look at our failures or setbacks as opportunities, we can improve that because, hey, if I don't score high on this test, at least I would have gotten experience to know what the test looks like. And now when I go back to that, I have the opportunity to improve. Or let's say I didn't get that promotion at work. Okay, well, I went and talked to the manager about some things or some areas I can improve in case there's another opportunity out there. Or let's say there's some difficulties in relationships, difficulties with your marriage. Maybe things aren't going well. Well, okay, what can I do, right? 
things aren't going well, there are some setbacks or some challenges, what can I do to improve? Well, maybe we can go into couples therapy. Maybe I can look at myself and the things that I'm doing, or maybe we can communicate better. But there is opportunities when things break down to fix and improve. All right. So this is how we continue to boost our confidence. We don't want run away from challenges. We don't ignore them. We don't sweep them under the rug, but we sit in, we lean in, we take notes and we try to make it better. All right. So we're at number six, Rise Tribe. Okay, here we go. Strategy number six is make discomfort a habit. Okay, so I want you to really get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because what you're doing is you're challenging yourself to get outside of your comfort zone and getting outside of your comfort zone comes with a level of stress, comes with some fear. But when you get comfortable with being uncomfortable, then you can take on challenges and new tasks and you build confidence by succeeding. Now, you won't succeed at everything at the first try all the time because that wouldn't be realistic, but Making it a habit to always challenge yourself makes you more confident in dealing with challenges. So you're not apprehensive when someone wants you to do something new for the first time, but you get comfortable with being uncomfortable. All right, I'm hoping I'm making sense to somebody out there is challenge yourself, step outside your comfort zone, grow, challenge yourself to constantly be growing and improving and developing. Okay, and you're going to get comfortable with doing that. Number seven, celebrate your effort rather than the outcome. You know, the journey towards success and meeting your goals is really happening in that process of getting consistent results, doing something consistently. We often look at the last stage, which is the outcome. So if you've been training as a athlete and and maybe a runner and you've been running and practicing, just showing up to practice, celebrating the fact that you're showing up even when you don't want to show up. If you are in school and you don't yet have the degree, but you are working toward the degree, celebrate the fact that you are handing in assignments so that you are reading chapters that you're learning, because that is where most of the growth is happening. It's not at the end. The end, that degree or that first place prize happens after you have consistently shown up. So really taking our focus away from the outcome because sometimes we just want to jump to the outcome, right? And we're taking for granted all the work, all the energy, all the resources that we've done to get to that outcome. That outcome is just the culmination of all the hard work that you put in before that. So celebrate that hard work. Celebrate the fact that you're pushing yourself and doing things that you don't want to do because you have that self-discipline to do so, okay? All right, tribe, we are moving right along. Number eight, I want you to stop comparing yourselves to others. You know, we do ourselves such a disservice when we're looking at the lives of other people and we're trying to be them. We're, you know, I often tell my children, hey, you can only be you. 
you, you're not going to be great at being the best, you know, John or Kathy or whoever. And I want to tell you guys that too, is you have your own unique strengths and gifts. All right. And so if you start trying to, you know, operate in someone else's strengths and gifts, you are taking for granted what you were born to do, what comes natural to you, your uniqueness, right? So you start developing someone else's gifts and trying to be the best version of them and you leave your stuff, you know, to be undeveloped. So you really have to stop comparing yourselves to others. Let them be great. Let them be diverse. And, you know, if they're great at other things that you want to improve, you could definitely learn, but start developing you. So use yourself as the measuring rod, not someone else's, because they have a different array of strengths and gifts. And you want to be the best version of you you can be. So settle in, really take inventory of the things that you're great at and work on those and work to be at the top potential of those gifts. All right, so stop comparing yourself to other people. Number nine, spend time alone. You know, it is in solitude that we have that space and time to get to know, like, and trust ourselves. So, you know, when you're in the company of others, there's a lot of, you know, collaboration. There's a lot of making sure the other person's needs are met and that, you know, but when you're solely in your own space, you get to learn about the things that you like. You get to spend time recharging. You get to like and be with your own thoughts. So really spending time alone in solitude so that you can get to know yourself. And lastly, number 10 on the 10 ways to boost your confidence is I want you all to be selective on who you give your time and energy to. Okay. And so not everybody deserves the same access. There are some people who are in alignment with your your mindset, in alignment with the things that you're trying to do, and they fill your bucket. But then you may have some other people who may not be vibrating on the same energy, um, maybe a lower and may suck from your energy pool. And so you want to be selective. You definitely want to identify who those energy suckers are, who the energy drainers are and who the people who pour energy into you are. And spend more time with more like minded individuals, positive individuals who will help boost your confidence, who will celebrate you and push you to do better things rather than people who will be insecure by your confidence and want to shame you from being confident. All right. So I want you guys to leave knowing that confidence is a good thing. It isn't a bad thing. Confidence is not the same as conceit or haughtiness. Confidence is just really being 100% assured of your abilities, having that understanding and awareness of your own gifts and strengths, and really having the I can attitude. So I want you all to be more confident to boost your confidence and not let anyone dim your light because that confidence is that light that people are drawn to that confidence 
really keeps life interesting and enjoyable. All right. If you want to have a fulfilling life, you have to have confidence. So go ahead, live your life confidently. Enjoy. See you guys next time. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.